Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Our next guest is a legendary uh, hotelier. He's a former Wexford hurling manager. He's an old friend, and his name is Liam Griffin. Liam, you're very welcome to the program. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Liam, let's chat about a few things. Uh, the Griffin Group returning to profit last year after incurring a loss yeah. um, during the pandemic as, as, as the hospitality has been very challenging for, for, and we heard Bill Kelly there earlier, but, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you've, as a business, maybe faced into over the last couple of years? Well, first of all, we're closed for nearly a year. Yeah. And then, as Bill has told you there about costs, Costs really started when the, when the whole pandemic sta- started, you know, because you had social distancing, yeah. so therefore you couldn't sell the amount of rooms you had, and you, were, you had to have social distance in restaurants, and all of those are just costs, because at the end of the day, it was a very, very expensive, that system, because, but that, that's what they had to do, and I understand that. What's your sense about how much the customer will endure or will pay? Like, we all know that... You know, as prices increases, uh, as prices increase, that the sometimes the only way to, to to preserve your profitability is to put the price increase on the customer's plate. Like that be, can become a very challenging and difficult, I suppose, quandary when you're looking at wanting to hold business and you're looking at staying competitive and you're looking at your competitors and you're looking at all the different landscape that you have, trying to attract and keep staff. So what, what's your mindset when it comes to pricing uh, 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 in the environment that we currently are in? You're permanently dealing with that, but the other thing you're doing, you're doing with a subsection of that as well. You're dealing with different departments which have different contributions to make to the bottom line or to gross profit. Well, there's no such thing as gross profit. There's only net profit, and that's it. So you're looking at things like that. So it's very complex, and it takes a lot of working out. And uh, I tell you, if I could answer that question, I'd be a a millionaire tomorrow morning. Do you worry, Liam, Liam, when we look... And again, I don't know if you've been to Spain or you've been to Italy, but it's noticeable now when you go to these countries, how expensive we are in but, hospitality. But I have to say, I have to say, 90% of the time, and this, this has not been uh, protective of our industry, we're comparing apples with grass. I, I, I don't know where we get this from. I was in Portugal, I go to Alvor every year. I've been going there for years. I always go before the summer for a break before summer. And a meal in Alvor, for an a la carte meal in Alvor, is dearer than Manart. Right. This is, now, this is now a regular, a good restaurant, a very good restaurant. Now, I could have got it for half nothing, but I'd be going around with well, whatever I was, afterwards, maybe. I was I in, know. and again, not, not, and again we're, we're not here to argue, but I was in no. Seville uh, visiting my second daughter out, out there six months ago. Mm. And I was there for four days, and I was absolutely shocked yeah, yeah, in yeah. a positive way about how inexpensive everything was. Now, yeah. she was telling me about you know, the, what, what wages are 
And, you know, so it's all relative yeah. what accommodation costs are because it does come down to how much you have in your pocket at the end of the day. No, absolutely. I, uh, I understand that. But it, it's, it's complex and there's no quick solution to it. But the labour cost in Ireland would be a lot higher than the labour cost in Spain, is. for yeah, example. Yeah. When we're starting to hit 30s and 40s, and, you know, yeah. where, when your margin at the top is cut down, and everybody loses. It's not just the business. Everybody, the people who work there lose. The suppliers lose. So it's a complex area. And I tell you, it's going to be difficult next year. Bill is right. I have, I have the greatest of admiration for Pascal Donoghue. Absolutely. Have you? Yeah, and when I supported uh, Michael uh, Darcy, someone said I was a Fianna Gaelor. I'm a Fianna nothing, uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But Michael Darcy did fantastic work for the insurance, and we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But Pascal Donoghue uh, is probably one of the greatest ministers I think we've ever had in the country. Why okay? do you say that? Because I think he's measured, I think he's done, he's done very, very well, and himself and Michael McGrath are a very good combination, in my opinion. But to put us back on the VAT up again is absolutely crazy. Bill Kelly is absolutely, totally right. And we didn't discuss this together. Yeah, so, so we're not, so we we're not here to gang up on you, Bobby. No, no, <laughs> and, I, and again, I, I'm well able to fight my own corner, yeah. you know. But, but we have a scenario now where VAT runs from 9 to 13%. Yeah. Uh, and VAT is not, like... like the VAT is never your money, as you, as you well know. So you're only handling the money yeah. on behalf of the government. Yes, but you're handling it twice. You, you don't just get the VAT. You have the VAT, then the price, according to the VAT, there's an extra little thing in there that you have got to find cover as well. No, I so, accept that. So, but, so it's not... But what I am saying is that it was the wrong time to do this. Yeah. Now, the last time it was done, it was lobbied very heavily by, by SIPTU to put up our, 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 our VAT. And it wasn't actually helpful that time. But I can tell you, in our business, I don't know about Bill, but in our business, when that VAT came back down, you could actually see that the business was picking up. It was happening on the phones. You could measure it. But when it was up there, it was still a barrier. And I think it's going to be a barrier. But we could talk forever about that VAT. But, uh, OK, well, I suppose it's... It's, it's, it's the a wrong move at this stage. The, the train has left the station on left that. The station. You, you mentioned insurance. Um, again, we've seen all sorts of initiatives. Are any of them working in terms of bringing down the cost of insurance? Not only the cost, but the amount of businesses that can't get insurance hmm. is, a, is a disgrace, I'd suggest. It's a, a national disgrace it's that you can't get insured. It's a national scandal. Yeah. And it's been going on since the 90s. And it started to get, grow exponentially against, against everybody. So people think when someone gets a big settlement, more look to them. Every single person in this room is paying for insurance claims. Yeah. And we were out of our tree. Now, I'm chairman of the Alumni Committee on Insurance, and we've done an awful lot of work on it. And I'm glad to report, as and from the 14th of November, if you look up the, 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 the guidelines from the government, uh, the third initiative has come out. We have made absolute monumental uh, uh, improvement on the, in the, in coming down the tracks. But we're now down to the nitty gritty. We're now so what down. are those improvements going to mean to me, the small business owner well, first, uh, first that part. operates a, you know, a, a theme park or a, 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 a mountain climbing or cycling business or something like that, and, yeah. and I haven't been able to get insurance? Well, the duty of care, which is public liability, has not been finished yet. That was supposed to be finished in this, uh, at the end of 21. It's now into 22 and it hasn't been finished. That needs to be finished, the duty of care element. But this is complex and it takes forever to tell you. But I'm telling you that that's come down substantially. But we now have a situation where the insurance companies uh, 
are not bringing down the cost. They've brought them up by 16% for public liability. But just on this, each one of the ministers and the most high-powered uh, high committee in any government, for any government has been appointed for insurance in the last number of years. And I'm glad to say, and it's in this, that they're, they're extending their stay until the middle of next year or thereabouts. But we've come down to the final analysis. But now they have to tackle the insurance uh, industry itself. 16% has gone up on public liability, and yet the amount of payments going out through the last couple of, since the uh, judicial uh, bill came in, that's gone down substantially. So, but the insurance companies are profiteering now at this stage, big time, and why? Not enough competition. And we're trying to get more competition into the marketplace from abroad, and Sean Fleming is working on that. He's working very hard on that, but we're getting nowhere with it because Ireland was seen as a basket case, and the citizens pay for that. And also, you're seeing a lot of businesses, leisure centres, and recreation, clubs, everybody getting hit so hard with, 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 uh, with costs. But <coughs> Pascal Dunne, who is committed to it now, in this document, well, I wish so you well is Helen McIndee and all of those people. I wish you well with it, because it's, it's Trojan work you're doing uh, on behalf of business, because it definitely needs to be done. So, big round of applause for Liam Griffin, ladies and gentlemen. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.